Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of a Trillionaire. And today is 11:50 a.m. And um, just get some quick updates again. Keep this one short. Not a lot to do today, but I can officially say I've started my contract position at a uh, Futurist. So very, very excited about that. I've been a huge fan of them for years. <laughs> um, first met the CEO Annie at a uh, XR conference um, or really a, I guess a meetup um, couple what was it back in um, 2015 I think it was yeah it may have been 2015 I met him I met her sorry <laughs> um, that was great got me super excited about uh, VR got my first kind of introduction to VR where I was able to you know try out some headsets and all that stuff that day and ever since then, I was like, oh, man, this is this is this is it. This is going to be the future right here. So um, at the time, they were known as um, ATL VR, I think it was. They changed their name a couple times. No, it, it was a uh, shoot. I'll forget that name. I don't know. Something something like that. <laughs> but um, it was it was really cool. So now I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little, you know month-long contract position we're gonna see how, how, how it works out how we work together um and uh hopefully i can provide enough value in this month to uh do something a little bit more permanent in the, in the coming you know months and, and and stuff like that so very excited about that besides that moving forward as always with my um, business plan um talking a lot with the other mentors or or mentees in this uh, btmp mentorship program or the other entrepreneurs rather <laughs> um so got to learn a lot more about their businesses and you know pitch minds a little bit more and they helped me to to further further refine what i'm trying to do um so again i'm going to make a whole episode about my current business plan but the idea of it so far is probably going to be more focused around curate curation um the, I'm using a pitch that basically is, is stealing from Google, but <laughs> um, or out of all the pitches I've used, this one feels like a really fun one. But basically, I want to personalize the world's knowledge to make it more accessible and useful. Um, and truly, right? Like that's ba- <laughs> that's basically what Google um, was like their original kind of pitch, and it just resonated with me and a lot of other people so much. And though I've had several other pitches that I've used, that one just it just keeps hitting me because Google is on to the right idea. Right. And it's a very noble idea. It's a very powerful one. But the problem is that and I pointed this out before, they're uh, they're not really doing enough for that. Right. And this is this is hard criticism and a lot of people will probably disagree with me. They will probably say, oh, look, look at this and that and look at what Google has done. My like, yes, it's done a lot, but it, it, it could have, it, I think it, it could have done and should be doing a lot more, right? Like, why is it that you have to, it's really hard to get the right information. It's really hard to get accurate information online. Um, and, I, uh, of course, accuracy is, is, is itself kind of subjective in, in some shapes or form, but you, it's hard to get um, information that's that's accurate to you that's 
you know, relevant for you, for your context, for your thing that you're trying to do. And it's not the same as as just merely, you know, searching online and having a, a some search engines that seems relevant to you. I'm talking about getting access to information that is that is from people that have been in similar situations as you or getting information or access to resources that you can utilize, you know, with your current setup, with your current circumstances, getting access to information that you can trust, right? And that's really hard to do on Google. It's really hard to do by just searching things. Like the fact that you need to be super educated as a, you know, user in order to use the platform is not a sign of good design, right? That's something you learn a lot about good design is like if if the person feels dumb using your product or if the person can't get the most out of your product without some, you know, outside learning or something like that, then your product is not well designed. It could be well engineered. Don't get me wrong. Google has extremely amazing engineering. That's what they've done really well. But their design is lacking. The design has always been lacking. And people applaud them for the simplicity of Google, right? The fact that you could just search. You just type in the, in the toolbox and, and find whatever. They use it all the time for examples of minimalism and all this other stuff. But the problem with that is it doesn't really get the job done, right? We, 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 we think it does. We, we say it does because... You know, you can search. Like you couldn't do that on the internet before, but once again, that's that's largely an engineering accomplishment. Don't get me wrong; it's not a small one. It's it's, a, it's amazing. It, once again, it's amazing. But the fact is, if you're looking for accurate information by just searching, how do you find it? How do you know that when you search something, it's good information? Maybe you have to look for a .org, or maybe you have to look for the title. Maybe you look for if it's .gov, or you know, you go into the site and see if there's any citations, or you know, all this other stuff that you have to do in order, on the user side, to figure out if this is good information. And again, don't get me wrong, Google has done a great job of making it so that when you search something on the first page, you will find some relevant information. Don't get me wrong, that's amazing. But once again, even with that, how do you know? Okay, it's relevant to what you searched, but how do you know it's accurate, right? <laughs> how do you know it's it's useful for you? How do you know what else to search? Sure, they might sh- uh, share a little bit about what other people have searched, comment other search results, but that doesn't necessarily mean you will know specific things to, 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 to look for that may or may not be exactly related to it. For instance, let me give you some perfect examples. I've been researching a lot into hunter-gatherer cultures, right? And to um, what those societies were like before. And I can search all day about, okay, hunter-gatherer cultures. I could type that in and find some stuff. I could t- then search, you know, uh, were her, I can ask questions, you know, were hunter-gatherer searchers healthy? You know, were they uh, violent? You know, whatever ideas I can come up with, I can search it. But again, you have to think about those things in order to search them, right? That's one problem. Um, number two is like, with those search results, it's not really clear 
which ones are good to, to read on, right? Once you get a hang of, of searching in general, uh, you realize that, okay, you might want to look for .edu, you might want to look for, you know, things from Stanford, you might want to look for something from JSTOR, you know, so, and stuff like that. But the platform itself doesn't tell you, hey, this is a more, you know, accurate thing to look at. Hey, this is, this is you know, has some t citations in there. This has been peer-reviewed. You know, this doesn't tell you anything like that. And yes, there's Google Scholar, but that's a whole other design issue there, right? And it, it, again, it doesn't really tell you all that stuff, and it doesn't um, have a lot of the same stuff. And furthermore, not everybody's searching for, you know, research-specific things. I just listed that one because, you know, I'm looking for research, but even if I wasn't, and oftentimes I'm looking for what other people think about hunter-gatherer cultures, you know, you, you'll find that you have people talking about these um, things as if as if they were you know themselves researchers or scientists or or you know um, influencers on this topic as as if they have accurate information but when you go to read it you know for the average person they might read it and be like oh yeah hunter-gatherer cultures were were unhealthy you know were miserable lived short lives and all that stuff that's the kind of things that people find online with these with these types of uh, topics right but once again, those topics are not accurate. <laughs> um, and this is a bigger problem of, of knowledge and information in general than just Google. But I like to use that example because everybody knows that one. And I'm sure everybody can come up with some, you know, examples in their own lives when they try to search for something and didn't really find the best stuff. So that's one, the one aspect to it. But I didn't even mean to talk about all that, but... <laughs> Anyways, to personalize the world's knowledge, right? To me, that means making it easy for people to not just achieve their goals, really. That's one aspect of it. But just to live a better life. And what that means is you have to, you have, to have an idea of what will improve people's quality of life. You know, what is, what is the purpose of getting good information I find that that's a huge point that a lot of kind of businesses and um, technologies miss is that they have we have this idea that we can make a product you know invent invent something cool and boom it's gonna make people's lives better but that's not what happens <laughs> we see that today we see that so much with our technology is that oftentimes this technology creates more problems Maybe it makes the problem worse. And yes, there are, there, there's also benefits, you know, it creates more accessibility, you know, more um, access to things. But oftentimes it also doesn't. Maybe uh, very often it creates more accessibility, uh, accessibility problems, right? Because people aren't thinking about making those products accessible. They aren't thinking about making those products inclusive. They aren't thinking about making those products useful for you know your life holistically they're thinking about oh maybe i can you know improve this one thing without actually asking a question of whether or not that one thing is something that needs to be improved without asking a question of whether or not that one thing is actually a a, a useful thing right let's let's make this more practical i can make a product or if I was like less, 
if I, if I wasn't thinking about the holistic problem, I can say, okay, my product is going to be a curation service, period, right? So you can curate things in general. There's already a ton of curation services, right? YouTube recommendations could be a curation service, a, a subscription, a newsletter. You know, that's basically a curation service. There's, there's sites online that I found that are curation services. But they're, that's, that's all they are, curation, for curation's purpose. What I'm trying to get to is the purpose behind that, is why are you curating? What are you curating for? To what end? How is it going to help people? Right? Because I can curate, for instance, you know, college resources. How to get in college, what to do when you're in college, things, this, that, and the other. But what if you don't want to go to college? What if you can't go to college? What if college is not the path for you? Then what? Then you have to find a whole other creation service for, you know, college dropouts or college opt-outs or, you know, all this other stuff. Why don't we have just a central area where you can figure out, okay, I want to live, you know, a better life. I want to live a best, a, a good life, period, right? And so the service can help you figure out what a good life for you is. It doesn't have to tell you, you know, this is a good life or that is a good life. Go to college. Do this. Do that. Because the world doesn't work that way. We often think that, yes, going to college is, uh, is um, associated with, you know, higher pay and better life and all that stuff. But it's like you're putting the cart before the horse. The reason why college is associated with higher salary and this, life and, and this that, and the other is not because college is, is some magical tool for that. It's because our society is structured such that, you know those with a college degree is more likely to succeed not because a college degree itself is especially valuable what's valuable is the education or should be what's valuable is the networks the connections that you make what's valuable is the you know space that you have to grow and to do all these things and so we get into the famous bundling and unbundling conundrum where right now we need to think about how to unbundle the education, the networking, and all this stuff away from college. Away from these other networks or these other areas where people think that's the only place you need to go in order to succeed, right? Because not everybody can afford college. Because college has been very unsuccessful in teaching people the right, the, I don't want to say the right things, but teaching people how to learn right and i can go down the line with not just college i can go down the line in terms of you know the traditional career path i can go down the line with um technology in general with, with specific types of technology or with coding or with this that and the other oftentimes we try to give solutions to problems that are way more complicated than that simplistic solution um implies So what I want to do is, once again, personalize the internet, personalize this knowledge such that each person is able to make use of all the technology and knowledge that we have today to make a better life for themselves, whatever that means for them. Because that's the whole point of this technology. That's, that's the best part of this, this technology today is that it democratizes it distributes 
redistributes, decentralizes, empowers people to do what they want to do. Instead of you having to depend on, you know, some aristocracy, some college, some central authority to give you your freedom, to give you your ability to, you know, live a good life. You can do it yourself. You can get access to the resources, the technology, the knowledge, whatever, in order to live your life. And we need to make, we need to find ways to make that better. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what unlock humanity's potential means to me. And I think that's what it means to a lot of people. Got on the soapbox there. Sorry about that. but <laughs> That's kind of a lot of what I've been thinking about in trying to, trying to refine over the last couple of days as I've been talking to all these people. And so, yeah, right now, I want to focus on creating a platform that curates information for people. So to start with that, I don't want to start with a solution. That's not exactly a solution. That's just a, you know, where I want to start, right? That's just a starting point um, of where I want to go based on the, the skills that I have. Because, you know, I can, you know, go use no-code tools to develop this platform or whatever it's going to look like. I'm just calling a platform, just calling it curation service because that's, that's a good, good um words for communicating what this idea is all about that's another thing i've discovered like i can't i can't be too vague with people (laughs) too idealistic because they're like oh they can't they can't think about you know how this is going to work like when i start with uh sb kaufman's sailboat model and talk about the psychology behind you know one's needs and stuff like that people automatically assume that you need some you know a lot of psychologists and other doctors and scientists on the team to you know figure this out and that out and get funding and all this other stuff which they may be right they may very well be right they probably are but my point is not to create a a therapy thing or a psycho psycho psychological um model for you know or something like that it's it's to create a tool for, for more empowerment, a tool for distributing knowledge more efficiently to people who need it, when they need it, how they need it, why they need it, where they need it, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to start with a research, some research. So I'm putting together my research plan a little bit more. Um, talking to these folks helped me to refine the, the things I'm looking for. And that's why I want to focus on like this curation model because a research plan, it can be generative, but it can't be too open. That's another thing I've discovered over the last you know couple couple of days. And I can't have a a research plan or you know do some research that is so too open because it's gonna be hard to you know get the right information or get relevant information from people or even know what to ask them, right? Like if I'm just asking about life in general, you know, what's what's hard in your life, you know, things like that. It's going to be really difficult to to get actionable information from that. So with this curation service, I know I need to ask questions specifically about, you know, what how people 
go online to find information. You know, how people use the Google or any other services to, you know, solve their problems in terms of uh, improving their life, in terms of finding out what to do with their career or finding out, you know, how, what to do about mental health, finding out what to do about um, other examples like resources, getting, you know, your safety needs met, you know, your housing, shelter, shelter food, all that other stuff. Like, how, how do people find that information right now? Do people find that information, right? Is it, do they look online for it at all? Or do they find it from other places? Do they go to the library? Or, or do they, you know, um, use YouTube or something like that? I don't know. But yeah, asking information specifically about specific things will help to get more actionable insights. And then I can move forward with that. Um, I could always do another research plan or another research, you know, kind of activity where I'm asking more about these other areas. But yeah, just trying to figure out where to focus and um, we'll see where that goes. Um, besides that, doing some fun stuff. Been reading uh, The Wandering Inn. I'll tell you, man, that, that, that wet fishing is addictive. <laughs> and it got so crazy. I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil it for people um, who might want to read it. And I highly, highly, highly recommend people read it. Um, such a great novel but uh been watching more wuxia with my partner that's been great um she really enjoyed it she's kind of new to this 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 space so that's always cool to see a train in the distance thank you train but yeah um that's basically it i guess this train is pushing me to Bring this to a close anyways. <laughs> so thanks. Oh my gosh, that thing's so loud. It's like not even close too. It's like ten minutes away at least or something like that. By car. Or maybe five minutes. But anyways, um thanks as always for listening. Let me know what you think, what you're thinking. And um have a great day. See ya, bye bye.